Welcome, welcome, and thank you so much for tuning in. First of all, I want to ask you, what do you think about my amazing jingle? <laughs> I was so determined this time that I wanted to have a jingle, and um, I kind of, you know, was like, I want something different. I want an earworm. Anyway, I found this amazing woman on Fiverr, and um, yeah, I think just think she's done a fab job. <laughs> And uh, I know it's probably gets really repetitive and annoying, according to my kids, every time they hear it. Um, but hey, it's fun. And hopefully it'll help you to remind you that it is your time and you're ready to shine. Anyway, enough about all that. Today, I want to talk to you about something called unconditional positive regard. So when I was doing my coaching training, I was introduced to this humanist psychology term of unconditional positive regard. And it kind of means to express empathy, support, basically acceptance for somebody regardless of what they say or do. I kind of term it or think about it as having zero judgment. It's a place of zero judgment for that other person. But what I believe that we need to have, as well as unconditional positive regard for others, is unconditional positive regard for ourselves. I see far too many people beating themselves up for things they've said or things they've done or things they've not said or things they've not done or for behaviours and habits that we all have, um, things like overeating or drinking too much or not exercising. The question I always ask clients when they're talking to me about these kind of habits or behaviors that they're finding unhelpful um, is actually to, to ask themselves, would you talk to a friend the way you talk to yourself? You know, and I think that is something that's a really powerful question, not just with regards to this, actually, but sometimes when when you are thinking about that inner voice, that inner narrative, that inner critic. But it's really around how is it serving you to talk to yourself this way? You know, we all have that inner critic, but how helpful is it to listen to them? You know, in my humble opinion, it does no good telling yourself that you shouldn't have done something or that you're no good or, you know, whatever that negative narrative you have, which is usually something that kind of creeps up on you, but then actually becomes something that's potentially quite repetitive. So, in coaching, practicing unconditional positive regard towards my clients comes so easily. You know, no matter what issues they come to me with, yeah, you know, I, I mean, you know, I haven't probably dealt with potentially somebody murdering somebody or or anything, you know, like that. I mean, maybe that would that challenge my my unconditional positive regard. But you know, I'd like to think that you sort of think, well, okay, that person 
you know, there's a, there's a reason why that person has behaved in that way, or there's a reason why there's, there's never, well, I haven't come across any kind of crazy psychopaths, such would. Uh, I don't, but um, you never know. Uh, but the thing is, you know, how many people do we come across where genuinely there there isn't a kind of backstory as to why something's happened or why they've made a decision or why something's ended up a certain way? And actually, for me, it's around, I usually can easily respond with understanding rather than that contempt or criticism. So, you know, why can't I actually do that with myself? Well, in actual fact, I have chosen to do it with myself. You know, I, I've really consciously made an effort over the last few years to do the same towards myself too. And this is what I really want to encourage you to do as well. Uh, you know, we all have that time when we have one too many glasses of wine. So that's probably my typical example, you know, I'll have one too many glasses of wine of an evening and then the next morning, maybe I wake up a bit groggy. So I used to do that whole thing of beating myself up and tell myself, well, you shouldn't have done that. You know, why don't you have any self-control, Kate? You know, you know that you're going to feel like this. You know, why did you pour that second glass, blah, 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 or third glass or whatever it is? Uh, why did you finish the bottle? Um, you know, all those kind of things. But actually, you know, did that ever stop me then from repeating the pattern? Well, in short, no. You know, actually, it would come to the next evening and I think, oh, oh, well, fuck it. You know, I'll have, oh, excuse me, that's an expletive. <laughs> I'll have to put on, uh, this is not a clean uh, podcast on this one. Um, but, you know, sorry, excuse my language. I will have sometimes a little bit of pretty language, but hey, you know, that's just who I am. I'm showing up as my can-do and confident self. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> I've totally lost it now. No, um yeah, instead actually choosing to be compassionate. So there you go. Actually, you know, I could beat myself up now and go, oh, Kate, you shouldn't be swearing on a podcast because, you know, people might not think you're professional or they might not choose to listen to you. But actually, you know, I'm going to go on to talk to you about this, but it's around accepting who I am. Okay. Yeah. Not everybody is going to like me. Not everybody will want to hear me swear, but I am who I am. I do swear. Um, I don't swear all the time. I do try and uh, reel it in from time to time. But, um, you know, I do like a good swear. I don't know about you, but, you know, each to their own. But for me, it's all about being compassionate to myself and saying, well, look, hey, you know, next time it happens and I go to pour a glass of wine and, and I'm thinking, mm, do I really want another one? Well, hey, I can be compassionate to myself now and think, well, actually remember Kate how it made you feel and you've got that big meeting tomorrow or you're going and presenting or you're doing some leadership training or you've got a coaching session do you really want to feel groggy in the morning and actually that is far more powerful to me in stopping me repeating the pattern of the behavior so you know choosing to say actually you know what you can't change what's gone on in the past you know so i.e that morning I woke up and felt groggy it's kind of like mm, okay well you know what okay, I could have made a different choice. I didn't. It was nice at the time. Um, I can't change it now. Move on, you know, let it go. And in the moment, then I can simply move on with my day. You know, that then actually thinking about it, I don't overthink about it. I just, it's gone. And, and in the moment I've kind of moved on quite quickly. So, you know, thinking about then the next time it happens, then I am more likely because I've been self-compassionate. I think this is just kind of how I think my mind works is that I go, oh, well, Kate, remember how you felt the last time it happened? I tell you what, you probably don't want that second glass of wine, not third glass of wine tonight. So, you know, leave it there. 
obviously it's not always wine it can be things like um not going to the gym you know that that's when i see quite a lot of clients it's like or for me i'm training for the london marathon and oh god i haven't gone for a run and what am i going to do and 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 then like the more i think about it and the more i beat myself up for not doing it it's just wasted energy wasted emotion and actually i can just say well it didn't happen today but do you know what i'm going to make it happen tomorrow so you know move on be positive i think also, what springs to mind for me when I'm thinking about this subject is, I don't know if there's any parents listening, but think about when you say to your kids, you know, telling them off or telling them not to do something, you know, they probably feel that judgment or worse, you know, that shame for something they've done. And in my experience, I don't know about you, but, you know, that is probably the quickest way to elicit something like defensiveness, maybe even rebellion. You know, they're just going to go out and keep doing whatever it is or do something even worse. You know, so actually just kind of going, it's really hard to do this, by the way, as a parent. I'm sure uh, a parent's listening will will resonate. But, you know, actually just sort of stopping yourself in the moment and thinking, well, actually, you know, well, I'm going to have unconditional positive regard for you. You know, you, you, what would you do differently next time? Maybe that's a great question to think about. Again, it's not always easy to kind of adopt a coaching mindset when you are in a parent um, role. But, um, you know, it's it's just thinking about actually how can we probably reframe it and do something differently rather than just jumping into our typical patterns. I think the other thing around having unconditional positive regard for ourselves can actually make us more confident because, you know, we stop beating ourselves up for our weaknesses. And instead, you know, we can celebrate just who we are. You know, let's face it, judgment from anyone, ourselves included, can shrink our confidence. You know, actually, if we feel less than or we're unworthy in some in some way, you know, actually thinking about having that unconditional positive regard for ourselves can can bring that back, you know, can bring that confidence back. What we tell ourselves really matters. Now, this is what I always say to my clients. It's actually, you know, thinking about if we want to exercise more or we want to go to bed on time or be less distracted, you know, if we're actually running a, a narrative in our head that, well, you know, we're lacking self-control or we're lazy or whatever that inner critic is saying, that's reinforcing the beliefs that then in turn actually influences our behaviors. And we will feel less motivated to change. You know, we will think, oh, well, you know, I'm lazy, so I'm not going to go for that run or you know, I am lacking self-control, so I'm not going to go to the gym today or go for that, you know, whatever it is that you're going to do. And so if you sort of flip that and reverse it and have that positive self-regard, that can actually really unleash that intrinsic motivation, which is something I talk to uh, clients about and teach on my leadership programs, which is intrinsic motivation is basically the desire to do something for its own sake, for ourselves. It's It comes from within. It's not like the carrot a stick you know we're not doing it for a reward or for a punishment or for a threat of a punishment we're doing it because we want to do it and actually if we then take on those challenges that interest us it can make us more motivated and more self-determined which in turn is a massive confidence boost because we kind of prove to ourselves yeah we can do that and and we will do that and we'll kind of show it and show ourselves so I don't know if people listening are familiar with Dr. Brené Brown but she's amazing talks about kind of vulnerability and shame um, and authenticity and one of her quotes is that the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are 
is her definition of authenticity, basically. And, you know, none of us are perfect. I always say we're all a work in progress all of the time. So, you know, stop trying to be or stop pretending that you are. And, and let's learn to love and accept ourselves as who we are right now. Anyone who's read my book, Don't Dim to Fit In, will be familiar with the concept of emotional freedom technique. Um, sometimes this is known as tapping. Um, if you give it a Google, it's basically a way of tapping your body. Or it's the 12 meridian points of the body. So kind of like on the head and shoulders. Um, and this is all around relieving symptoms of unwanted feelings and negative emotions. If you're interested in this, there's loads of free videos on YouTube. Uh, a guy that I uh, usually signpost people to is Brad Yates or there's Margaret Lynch. Um, they're probably the two most well-known practitioners of EFT, but there's many, many more out there. Um, but actually, it's really around um, quickly shifting any of those unwanted or negative emotions and feelings. So for me, I just have a really, really simple script. And anyone on TikTok, you can um, come and find me at Kate Cousins on TikTok. I don't really go on there often, but I think there is a tapping um, script of mine on there. And uh, one of mine, as I say, my go-to script is um, even though I feel XXX, you know, anxious or lacking in confidence or demotivated or unhappy, uh, well, you know, whatever it is I'm feeling that I don't want to feel, and, and this is the important bit, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. So whatever the emotion is, the key is just is to tap and, you, you know, again, watch a, watch my video on, on TikTok or um, go onto YouTube. But it's, it's this tapping at the same time as saying, you know, I deeply and completely love and accept myself or I deeply, completely love and accept myself. But, you know, it, you know variations of it. it doesn't have to be perfect. It's all around stopping you from going down that rabbit hole of self-flagellation or, you know, the negative inner critic. Uh, in, in neuro-linguistic programming, it's called a pattern interrupter. Again, something that you may have come across before. It's actually about stopping you from repeating a typical pattern of behavior or thought. So scientific studies also show that tapping allows the brain and the body to release stress as well as calm and regulate the central nervous system. So there's obviously kind of, you know, science behind it. But for me, it's it's the positive affirmations and the self-regard that is super powerful. You know, that's the bit that that really, I think, talks to me, taps into, you know, no matter how I'm feeling, no matter what it is that I've done or not done. And, you know, I deeply and completely love and accept myself because actually that's so powerful. I just think, you know, if we can teach our kids that you know how even though you know nobody likes me I deeply and completely love and accept myself you know how confident would our kids be if we could teach them that I've tried by the way and they do not want to listen to me teaching this uh, maybe you'll have more luck um if there's any parents listening uh, with your kids but you know actually it's just around I think attacking interrupting stopping ourselves from that typical pattern of oh here I go again down my usual you know, route of negative self-talk so you know anything like this it, it's a practice you know it's not a one and done um, so it's something to have in your toolbox so I suppose I'll just encourage you to give it a go you know next time 
you are tempted to beat yourself up for something or for start going down the line of, oh, I'm you know, rubbish at X, Y, and Z. Yeah, just stop and think about me being in your ear saying, first of all, would you speak to me like that? Yeah, would you say that to Kate Cousins? If that help, if that helpful, if that's helped you, <laughs> should I say? Um, or would you say that to your best friend? You know, actually think about how you speak to yourself. Think, talk to yourself like you would talk to your best friend. You know, let me know what comes up for you when you try this approach. As I say, it's not a one and done, and you might want to have, you know, again, a little search on YouTube and, and find tapping scripts that work for you, um, whatever it is. But but I would just suggest that this unconditional, positive self-regard is something that can really, really help you and bolster that confident motivation, um, all of the lovely, lovely things that I'm trying to share with you and encourage you to do through this podcast. So drop me a line at katecousins.com or over on my socials. I'm pretty much at Kate Cousins on all the Tinterwebs or on the main ones anyway. I, I kind of don't really do, I think I've said this before, but I don't really do X or I do a bit of TikTok, but not very often. I probably could, should do more. There you go. No, we don't should ourselves. No shooting ourselves. That's another episode for the future. Um, but anyway, as you, as the song in my jingle says, it's your time and you're ready to shine. So go forth, give that unconditional positive self-regard a go and I would love to hear how you get on. And I will see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Can Do and Confident. Please don't forget to subscribe and review this your little podcast delight. Making your day bright. It's your time and you're ready to shine. Thanks for listening to Can Do and Confident.